damn all women to hell and back again. He didn't need the grief Marvella handed out with both pretty hands. Ever since they'd done the deed in the back of his cutlass, she'd been picking him apart and trying to put him back together her way. It didn't sit right with Bobby Lee Fuller, no indeedy. Not even if she made him dizzy with love when they weren't scrapping. Not even if she had those big blue eyes that seemed to whisper secrets just for him when they passed each other in the crowded hallways of Jefferson Davis High. And not even if, when he got her naked, she near to fucked his brains out. Maybe he loved her. And maybe she was smarter than he was, but he'd be damned if she was going to tug him along like a pig on a rope. Bobby Lee settled back among the reeds along the skinny creek, fed by the mighty Mississippi. He could hear the lonesome whistle from the train that was heading down to Greenville, and the whisper of the damp winter breeze through the limp reeds. His line hung slack and still. The only thing nibbling this morning was his temper. Maybe he'd just take himself down to Jackson, shake the dust of innocence off his shoes, and strike out for the city. He was a good mechanic, a damn good one, and figured he could find work with or without a high school diploma. Shit fire. He didn't need to know nothing about some fag named Macbeth or obtuse triangles and the like to fix a dinky carburetor. Down to Jackson, he could get himself a job in a garage, end up head mechanic. Hell, he could own the whole kit and caboodle before too long. And while he was at it, Marvella, I told you so, Truesdale would be back in innocence crying her big blue eyes red. Then he'd come back. Bobby Lee's smile lit his tough, good-looking face and warmed his chocolate eyes in a way that would have made Marvella's heart flutter. Yeah, he'd come back with twenty-dollar bills bulging in his pockets. He'd cruise on back into town in his classic 62 caddy, one of his fleet of cars, dooted up in an Italian suit and richer than the long streets. There would be Marvella thin and pale from pining away for him. She'd be standing on the corner in front of Larson's dry goods, clutching her hands between her soft, pillowy breasts, and tears would be streaming down her face at the sight of him. And when she fell at his feet, sobbing and wailing and telling him how sorry she was for being such an awful bitch and driving him away from her, he might, just might, forgive her. The fantasy lulled him. As the sun brightened to ease the stinging air and danced lightly on the dun-colored water of the creek, he began to contemplate the physical aspects of their reunion. He'd take her to Sweetwater, having purchased the lovely old plantation from the long streets when they'd fallen on hard times. She'd gasp and shiver at his good fortune. Being a gentleman and a romantic, he'd swing her up the long, curving stairs. Since Bobby Lee hadn't been above the first floor in Sweetwater, his imagination shifted into high gear. The bedroom he carried the trembling Marvella into resembled a hotel suite in Vegas, which was Bobby Lee's current idea of class. Heavy red draperies, a heart-shaped bed as big as a lake, carpet so thick he had to wade through it. Music was playing, something classic, he thought. Bruce Springsteen or Phil Collins, yeah, Marvella got all gooey over Phil Collins. Then he'd lie her down on the bed, 
Her eyes would be wet as he kissed her. She'd be telling him again and again what a fool she'd been, how much she loved him, how she was going to spend the rest of her life making him happy, making him her king. Then he'd run his hands down over those incredible white, pink-tipped breasts, squeezing just a little the way she liked it. Her soft thighs would spread apart, her fingers would dig into his shoulders while she made that growly sound in her throat, and then... His line tugged. Blinking, Bobby Lee sat up, wincing a little when his jeans bunched against the bulge at his crotch. Distracted by the hard-on, he flicked the fat fish out of the water where it wriggled in the silvering sun. With his hands clumsy and slippery with arousal, he thumped his catch into the reeds. Imagining himself about to pop it to Marvella had him tangling his line in the reeds.